Welcome to the Awana Clubs podcast. We hope this episode equips you to help children in your ministry belong, believe, and become resilient disciples. Here's today's host, Awana missionary for Central Tennessee, Hunter Williams. Welcome to another episode of the Awana Clubs podcast. It's great to be with you again today to talk about key ideas and topics within the Awana ministry. And the topic we're going to be covering today is one I'm very passionate about, and that topic is ongoing leadership development. And the reason I'm so passionate about this topic is because a ministry's training process has a direct correlation to its strength and longevity. And this makes a lot of sense to us, right? Especially when we consider the role consistent training plays in other areas of our lives. You know, just take physical fitness, for example. If a person only works out and eats healthy meals once a year, they aren't going to have much strength and endurance. It doesn't matter how hard they train that day or how good their diet is. If their training isn't ongoing and if their diet isn't consistent, the results won't be lasting. And the same is true for the leaders in your Awana ministry. If they're not continually developed and poured into, they can become discouraged, disinterested, and disengaged. So we need a consistent development of leaders that produces resilience. And speaking of resilience, before I get into this idea of ongoing training, I think it's important that I mention the goals and philosophy of your ministry. If you've listened to any of the other episodes I've hosted on this podcast, you've heard me bring up or explain Awana's resilient child discipleship philosophy. I literally mention it in every episode. And the reason for that is your ministry's philosophy or the lens by which you see things in your ministry and make decisions impacts everything you do in your ministry, including training. And your philosophy is based on a desired goal you have for your ministry. Even if you don't have a goal written out, you have one. And it's driving how you structure your ministry, serve your kids, recruit leaders, and train them. So, what's your philosophy? What's your goal for your ministry? At Awana, our goal is to make resilient child disciples, and our philosophy provides the lens or the primary factors that lead to this goal. I say all this because if you share the same goal of making resilient child disciples, then you'll soon come to realize that poorly trained leaders aren't going to cut it. They aren't going to help you fulfill your goal of making resilient disciples because goals determine inputs. And by this, I mean what you're striving for in your ministry will determine what you pour into it. So, for example, if the goal of a church's Awana ministry is just to watch the kids while the adults have a Bible study, then the only input or training their leaders need is a quick run-through of child safety policies. Or, if the goal of a ministry is just to impart biblical knowledge and complete handbooks, then the only input or training needed is child protection policies with an added walkthrough of curriculum. However, if the goal is resilient child discipleship, then the input or training involves much more than a one-time look at protection policies or curriculum. It involves an ongoing look at the ministry's vision, 
a consistent sharpening of a leader's skills, and a regular inventory of a group's spiritual development. Your training should match your goals. And if the goal is resilient discipleship, then leaders need to be trained as resilient disciple makers. Disciples are ongoing followers of Jesus who continually grow in their love and likeness of Him. We should see the training in our ministries, not as a box to check off, but as an opportunity to disciple disciple makers. Awana Ministries should have a training rhythm throughout the year that strives to do two things, sharpen a leader's skills and shape a leader's soul. Because your leaders, they're not just warm bodies filling spots in your ministry. They're disciples forming your children into people who belong, believe, and become like Jesus. It doesn't matter how great or how minor a role might appear, whether someone is teaching lessons up front or keeping records behind the scenes, their presence and effort is making a difference in pointing to Jesus, even if they don't realize it. So if we have this goal of making resilient child disciples, then the training we provide our leaders will need to match that goal, bringing ongoing leadership development to the forefront. So what does ongoing development in an Awana ministry look like? Well, as we think about what ongoing training looks like, I want you to have two pictures in your mind, a picture of a fire hose and a picture of a water well. And I want to start with the fire hose because it's easy to take this type of approach when it comes to training. So, And here's what I mean by this. So a fire hose approach to training means that the information or training we have is presented to leaders all at once. Typically, this type of training takes place at the beginning of the ministry year and can last anywhere from a couple of hours to half a day or sometimes even longer. And while a lot of content can be covered in this approach... It doesn't really lend itself to long-term retention. You know, only so much water can be held from a hose. And in the same way, your leaders can only retain so much information from a training. Now, I'm not saying that big trainings at the beginning of the year are bad. They're good and they're actually really needed. But we, we have to move beyond these initial times of training and provide our leaders with additional learning opportunities throughout the year to retain content and stay fresh in their roles. And this is where that picture of a water well comes in. Instead of leaders trying to absorb and remember all the information that's crammed into a fire hose type of training, they're able to draw wisdom skills, and spiritual insight from moments of training again and again and again throughout the year. This well approach keeps leaders resilient and refreshed. Just think about it in terms of water. If I wanted to keep hydrated throughout the day, would it be better for me to drink water in the morning and be done? Or would it be better for me to drink cups of water throughout the day? If your leaders are going to serve long-term and do so with zeal, then their character and their competencies need to be consistently nourished. Now, let's take these pictures I've just given and make them practical. So, say you cover big ministry items in a training at the beginning of the year, like vision, expectations, safety policies, etc. And then throughout the year, you have times when you dive deeper into these big topics. And you can dive deeper into these topics in a few ways. You can go deeper by adding more content 
to what was said in the initial training, or you can dive deeper by reflecting and evaluating how your ministry is doing in light of them. Now, you might be wondering what your ongoing leadership training should look like. And while I don't want to necessarily give a cookie cutter approach to this, I think I can give some helpful suggestions. So first of all, I think it's good to have at least three to four touch points of development a year. This can include an initial training in the beginning, one or two trainings mid-year, and then something towards the end. And like I said earlier, the first training is good for covering your vision and core topics since this is the time of year when you will typically have more leaders who are newer to your ministry. And then the other touch points you have can be flexible. So for example, you can have a time of evaluation mid-year to see how things are going and then end the year with a celebration or a reestablishment of your vision as you look forward to the future. And one nice thing about Awana is that we provide events and training throughout the year that you and your leaders can plug into. Everything from conferences in the fall to recharge events in the winter. So uh, you don't have to create things from scratch. We have ongoing development rhythm in our ministry that was designed to train Awana leaders year round. All of this to say, whether you participate in a training event hosted by a local missionary or whether you develop something on your own, go ahead and start envisioning and establishing a rhythm of development for your ministry. Now, aside from training touch points, I would also recommend empowering leaders with tools and resources for self-development. I'm sure you've heard the saying that it's better to teach a man to fish than to just give him a fish, and that's great wisdom for leadership development as well. You not only want to gather leaders to train periodically throughout the year, but you also want to provide them with tools so that they can train themselves. And Awana has several resources that can empower leaders for self-training. Things like uh, our leader pocket guides, rule books, and Awana Basics Online serve as wells of water leaders can draw from time and time again. You know, there's a lot more I could say about ongoing training. I could spend several episodes laying out ideas of how this could look, but hopefully the framework and pictures I presented in this episode have given you enough to see the importance of ongoing development and to get you started. If you have any questions about what was shared or if you need info on some of the resources I mentioned in this episode, you can head over to awana.org to learn more. You can also call our partner care team at 866-292-6227 if you would like to talk with someone on the phone about these resources. And lastly, if you want to see what training events are coming up in your area, you can find and connect with your local Awana missionary through the missionary locator linked in the show notes. Well, I hope this episode has inspired you and given you a passion for developing leaders. I look forward to talking with you again real soon. God bless. Thanks for listening to the Awana Clubs podcast. The Awana Clubs podcast is a product of Awana Audio, all rights reserved. Check out the show notes wherever you're listening for more details about what was discussed in this episode, as well as more information about today's host and their ministry. Our theme song is Jackpot by Made to Be from their album, You Know a Better Way. You also heard their song Throne from their album, Save Me From Myself. 
The podcast is executive produced by Tim Sandoval and technical support is provided by Ross Cochran. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you.